0: This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by VeriSign. Enter the Make Your Idea Internet Official Contest. Register a new .com domain name with the participating registrar during the contest entry period and enter for an opportunity to win up to $35,000. Learn more about the contest and its rules at verisigncontest.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jantz. My guest today is David Long. He is the founder and CEO of My Employees and author of Built to Lead Seven Management Rewards Principles for Becoming a Top 10% Manager. So, David, thanks for joining me. I'm glad to be here, John. Thank you. So, tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey, and a little bit of research I was doing. Uh, you have owned your business for what I think is uh, quite some time now, and huh? uh, I'd love to hear your. I'd love to hear a couple of things. Just your your entrepreneurial journey, kind of how you got to where you are today, and and then just even a little bit. I think uh, your business is a little bit unique, and I think people would enjoy just hearing
1: about what my employees does. Sure, uh, my employees is uh, well, we're in the top one percent of, in our industry, in the employee engagement recognition industry in the U.S. and Canada. And uh, we've been in business. This is our coming up on 26 years in July. We've completed. And I started the business in my uh, mom and dad's garage. I tell people uh, I didn't start my business from inspiration. I started from desperation. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, I lost my job. and went through a uh, great day. Went through s- seven jobs in three and a half years. Hated everything I did. That's because I was not meant to be an employee. I was meant to be an entrepreneur. So yeah. I, you know, I, th- those are my people <laughs> yeah. and I love, I love it. I love the game of business. It's, it's such a challenge, but I, it's just invigorates me. I love getting at it every day.
0: Well, so tell so you gave me the generic kind of industry
1: mm-hmm. title. What, what does my employees really do? We do the employee engagement and recognition programs for over 12,000 active clients in the U S and Canada. In other words, we work with them Do employee engagement surveys. We also, once we figure out what the problem is, where the employees, we give the managers like a 10 question, what we call pulse, Mm -hmm. and then we give the employees a 35 question uh, survey. And let's just say that the managers always think they're a lot better than they are, John.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) uh, And the employees bring them back to reality. You know, I
0: suspect that's probably true of of most Every businesses company, and their customers, right? They sure, think their customers absolutely. are really happy and you survey the customers and find it, that there's some uh, some chinks some in the armor issues. too.
1: Yeah. Right, exactly. So, it's the same way. Once we figure out the the issues, then we obviously we're well, right now we're in the process of creating a series of videos. So, if your survey came back John as you being the manager of the business and your employees had said that you were weak in say module 3, 7 and 9, then we would give you those modules to help you realize uh, this is what your employees say you need to work on, and let's fix these so that you get great scores across the board. So yes. We do that. We also do the employee engagement, uh, part of the recognition programs. Uh, we, use, we use plaques mostly in that regard. Mm. And we also have what we call spot-on cards, which are in between the monthly stuff, uh, you know, from day to day or week to week. You have employees who want to recognize other employees, and we call a little shout-out. Uh, cards, and that works out great, too. It fills in the gaps because you know you recognize your top people. Uh, In our company, we have 48 employees, and uh, we actually, matter of fact, had our employee uh, recognition presentation uh, this this morning, and uh, we have uh, roughly four departments, and we actually were choosing one in each department, which averaged about 10 people in each Mm -hmm. department. But what we did this year is I just said, you know what? We have so many world-class people working with us that there's such, some sometimes, John, there's just like a micron of of a difference between the top and the second. So I said, doggone it, let's just go with the Pareto principle, do the 80-20 rule, and let's recognize the top 20%. So we're doing two now.
0: This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by HostGator, where you'll get 24-7 live support via chat phone, email, one-click WordPress installs, Easy-to-use website builder design services and marketing services like SEO and PPC. And for my listeners, a 30% discount. Go to HostGator.com slash promo slash duct tape. I had, um, in fact, I think uh, depending upon when this show runs, I think there'll be back-to-back shows. Um, uh, The show after yours, uh, Guy Kawasaki, was on with me, talking about his book, uh, The Art of the Start, and he does a lot of talking with startups. Huh? And uh, he, he, there's a comment that he made, and I have quite frankly, uh, in the book, and I quite frankly agree with it, is that uh, for a lot of entrepreneurs, particularly, the hardest thing f- for them to learn is how to lead and motivate other well, people. You know, They that's have this true. great idea. Yep. They're geniuses themselves, maybe, but, but when they start a business that has to depend on all these other people, that's yeah. where they really fall down.
1: It is indeed. And uh, that is the key to your success. I I know you love, uh, just like I do, Zig Ziglar's quote, you know, to get what you want in life, you must first help other people get what they want. Yeah. And that is what really, if you live by that mantra, if you will, uh, man, you'll be immensely successful. Because when you put your people first, if you don't take very good care of your people, how in the world do you expect them to take good care of your clients? So would
0: you say that your book, Built to Lead, came mm-hmm. as much out of just your own observations in growing your business? Or mm-hmm. did it come somewhat from seeing what managers in
1: all these companies that you serve, you know, the ones that really do well, what they do? All of the above, John. I, um, you know, I've got a 35-year management career. I am, I've been very fortunate. Uh, the book says top 10% manager. It says seven rewards principles for mm-hmm. becoming a top 10% manager. And, of course, that rewards is an acronym. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have actually been blessed enough to become a top 1% in three different industries, separate, non-related industries, I might add, in my career. Uh, and, I, you know, I just I love the game, like I said. And I, I'm a student, and I constantly try to get better. Matter of fact, I read three to four hours every day. I only work on my company, not in it at all. Uh, anymore, and I just uh, I just build my people, and my people just do a phenomenal job for us. Well,
0: so in your opinion, and again, because you've probably seen the good, bad, and the ugly uh, out there in, in organizations, people trying to put band aids on things by by using <laughs> yeah. recognition, for example. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so what is it that really stops people from
1: succeeding at being you know great leaders? Well, most of the time, it's uh, surprisingly, or maybe not surprising. It depends on how you look at it. They're very insecure. Hmm. managers are too afraid to praise too much for two reasons. First of all, if, the, if I praise this person too much, they're going to come and ask me for more money. <laughs> right. Or I praise them too much, and they might start getting too big for their britches, and you know, start, I don't want them outgrowing me. Job. Yeah, start right. asking for my exactly. job. Yeah, start asking for my job. So you know, one thing in World at Work Survey, and I mentioned this in my book, but the World at Work Survey, they said for every 100 employees in any given company in the U.S., Only six or seven of those people ever get promoted to manager. And of those six or seven, less than one John ever gets promoted to the second level. So, I mean, there's a massive failure rate, and it's a disaster for our country. You know, the Gallup organization just really, really gives solid numbers on that. They said that 70% of managers are disengaged or actively disengaged. So how can we expect our employees to be any different? You know, and here's what that goes to, 65%. Of employees said they had received no recognition from their manager yeah. in the last year. That's atrocious too.
0: Now, would you say that, I mean, some of that's the fault of, you know, like you said, insecurity and, mm-hmm. you know, but, but isn't insecurity allowed and in bred because you have kind of unhealthy cultures in a lot of organizations anyway. And so managers are kind of taught, you know, to attack this way almost you know, unknowingly.
1: I think they were taught that way, maybe unknowingly too. And yeah. that's what they, you know, more is caught than taught as they say, when you're Trying to raise your kids, <laughs> yeah. it's not so much what you say; it's what you do that they right. you know, learn from, right. and, that, and it just passes down from generation to generation like that. I agree. Do you think that that is
0: something that is starting to go away? I mean, there used to be that the, this this hierarchy in an organization yep. was everything. I mean, yep. the managers had a separate dining hall and they had bigger offices. You know, all the things that to kind of mark them as being the leaders, the most important uh, folks, and and. I see certainly of this generation coming up today. I mean, they just won't tolerate that. I mean, the twenty-five year olds, the thirty-year-old, you know, superstars uh, coming up today are saying, "Hey, I, we want to collaborate. Let's, you know, let's all just figure out how to get what needs to be done done."
1: That's true. And one thing that the prior generations pretty much uh, there there is no longer that forty years one career get that golden watch and retire. Those days are over, and the the young kids are very jaded. Having seen what happened to their parents in the last generation, so I mean they they know there's no loyalty there. I mean it is immense amount of skepticism. You know even with my within my own company, you know with our 48 employees, when new people come in, you know they're very suspicious of me uh, or any an employer. You know we do in our company we do what called book club, mm-hmm. and I buy books, John, and I uh, pass them out, and I split the company in two groups roughly. 24 on Wednesday morning at 10 and the other 24 on Thursday morning at 10. We pass out the books. I say read chapter one. Come back in here next Wednesday or Thursday and, you know, have your notes with you. And we discuss that, you know. Mm -hmm. A good good example of how, I would say a good strategy, of of how our company has become such a bonded, world-class group of highly engaged employees is because of Book Club. And I work with them. I'm my people and they know I care about them. When I'm paying them to be in that room, when it costs me right. you know 70000 dollars a year,
0: yeah.
1: uh, for them to be in there. But you know, John, for, for your four of your employees to come to you after you read Del Carney's book together, "How to Win Friends and Influence People," and tell you that that book saved their marriage, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. Money.
0: Well, and I think it also goes to that. That that's one of the things that always drives me crazy. I mean, most of the folks I work with, we're, we're talking about marketing, mm-hmm. um, and it's amazing how in organizations how you know people expect people to deliver on the customer service promise or yes. you know, deliver on whatever it is, and they've never been told what the what the promise is or what the plan is or what the sure. strategy is. And I think that whole idea of education in every element is, is, is so crucial, and I Indeed. think it's what people are looking for. Absolutely. One of the things that you talked about in your book that I think runs a little bit counter to what some people might suggest <laughs> is this idea of – and I may not have this – said exactly correctly, but investing in the people that are struggling as much as investing in those kind of people that you're like holding up as your shining lights. And, you know, there would be some that suggest that, you know, you focus all of your attention on that 20% and the 80%, uh, just, uh, you know, let them work it out for themselves.
1: And that is, you know, that's, I, I definitely understand why they say that. I, I personally have the opinion that you work with the people that if you've hired them, John, you've got money invested in those people. Yeah. So let's fix them. Yeah. If we can't fix them, then we'll fire. But I don't allow anybody uh, to be on our team who's going to be pulling in the opposite direction. That's for sure.
0: Well, you know, know, it's interesting. um, And I've seen this over the years, how um, a lot of times that person that you're saying, oh, they need fixing. I mean, a a lot of it sometimes comes down to they're just not they're not. You're not asking them to do something that's in their unique ability. That's true. And, and, boy, you find the right fit for them, and all of a sudden they turn around overnight.
1: Yeah. John, one thing we do at our company that we've learned to do over the last decade, like I said, we've been in business 26 years this year, so obviously we didn't do it right out of the gate. But what we do is we, when someone says that they want to come work at us in a given department, mm-hmm. without paying them, before they even become an employee, we invite them to come in and sit or stand next to the person doing the job Mm -hmm. and incorporate them. I have my people, you know, incorporate them in and say, all right, let's try this. See what you think. You do it. Let's see if you like it. Is this something you want to do? And we also, it's also an opportunity for the employee to kind of give their opinion later after they spend a few hours with that individual. Do you feel like, John, they're a good culture fit for us? What are your thoughts? Yeah. You know, so we we involve heavily our employee, our existing employees. And let me tell you the success of of having a, a really fully engaged team is that over three quarters of the employees at our company are there because that they've been referred mm. by other employees, and our turnover rate is a is a joke. It's non-existent, and that's what I love. I mean, I'm spending a lot of money to train these people. I'm, I'm you know in May of every year we take the top third of our employees on what i call the champions trip and they they have numbers they have to hit to get to go and when they do we take if they're married we take their spouse too mm-hmm. but it's an all expense trip and we go out and we basically just spoil them a little bit you know sometimes it's cruises sometimes it's going to a resort we're going to St. Martin this year you know sometimes we'll go out west I took them to the Grand Canyon and Bryce Canyon's Eye, National Park, those guys, those places out there. Mm-hmm. And it's just bonding experience where they know I care about them. And I really, I, it's not any, I'm not there to show that, you know, I'm the boss. I'm just there to hang with my people and get to know them and to really just bond with them. And every year my people just fight like crazy to go on that. <laughs> it's a good good incentive. Yeah, and I um, pay them while they're gone too. The, the, um <laughs> Are there a couple,
0: if there's somebody's listening and saying, okay, mm-hmm. give me two or three kind of quick things that you see all the time that <clears throat> if you just changed or you just added or you just started doing uh, would make a significant difference in kind of engaging or empowering employees?
1: Well, first of all, they have to know you care. Yeah. Uh, the number one thing people want, and I don't care if they're an employee or a spouse or friend or family or whatever, they want to be shown that they are significant to you, that they matter, John. Mm-hmm. And that's critical. And when you take time with them, you know, there is no substitute for time. You can, you can be a father who travels all the time and is never home, but you bring a present home to the kids. Sorry, not good enough. You know, that didn't work that way. You have to actually put the time in. And that's why I, I truly love the book club. And matter of fact, John, we've, we've let people go in the past for various things. Sometimes they get too big for their britches when they start making a lot of money. Uh, that's happened a few times. And you know what they want to come back and when they request to come back, when the first thing's out of their mouth is I miss book club. Huh. You know, what I mean because it is it is such a bonding experience. And We have people, it's not uncommon for people to tear up. Yeah. You know, a, a couple of months ago, I'm thinking two of our, our two of our girls are just real sweet and they're people, both of them, Heather and Melissa, and both of them Melissa had said that she, before she came to work with us, she was picking up cans on the side of the road to help supplement her income with the family. And Heather was very well. I don't want to say she was very successful. She was doing makeup. She was, uh, you know, a distributor for one of the companies. I don't want to say which, but and uh, she she had a lot of inventory, but she was struggling and she was running up bills. And uh, they just have they got up and told. And tearfully, I might add, before everybody that was in the company, how much the company has meant to them and how their lives have changed as being a, for being a part of my employees. That's huge.
0: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I mean that. That uh, obviously, that's you know, even when <clears throat> when I get emails from people that have read some of my books and talked about how you know what a difference it's made. I mean, it kind of, it kind of, it's the fuel for keeping you going doing some of this stuff, isn't it?
1: I read all your stuff. You oh, could, thanks. I love it. What are you What are you currently reading in book club? What are we actually? We're doing Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University huh, okay. for the second time. And that's another thing. you know. Part of the reason we do a book club is because I, you have to focus on the entire individual. Yep. I don't just focus on the things that make them good in their job. Right. Like I said, we did Dale Carnegie's book. That's, that's personal relationships, as you know, John. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dave Ramsey, of course, it doesn't matter how much money you make, John. You can blow it, can't you? <laughs> so we're helping, and we've already done it before, about, about three or four years ago. But we've, we've grown the size of the company. Well, we actually – We've almost doubled the size of the company in that time period. So yeah. we've been growing in an average clip of over 20% a year for the last 15 years, currently up 38% for the year.
0: How do you, in, in uh, again, going back to the book, um, mm-hmm. h- how do you suggest that people find and hire and, and keep you know, good leaders?
1: Well, obviously, I think the best thing to do is build from within. And if you can't do it from within, you try to you know, bring someone from outside. If, if people inside don't have the skill set. That's another thing we do. We encourage our people. As a matter of fact, one of the, uh, in the chapter in my book, uh, in the acronym rewards, the D is for duplication. And what we do primarily is I'm sitting around as we had our managers meeting every morning we had it this morning, is it's not uncommon for my guys to hear me say, okay, uh, Melanie, tell me she's our sales manager. I say, Melanie, all right, God forbid something happens to you. Yeah. Who's the heir apparent? Who's the person that you believe should take your place? And she will tell me, as she did a few weeks back, and my question immediately after that, and they know it's coming, all right, what have you done lately to groom that individual? Because it may not be their position they end up taking. It may be the position of another manager within our company. We have such low turnover. We've only had one manager probably in the last five years get changed. So I worked with a... Outside of growth, you know.
0: I worked with a a company um, a few years ago that uh, Mm -hmm. had a complete flat structure i mean they had departments but um, every person rotated i think it was every 90 days through yeah. as as the manager cross training yeah i mean awesome. not 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 only that i mean they yeah. they, they they worked in their own buildings. department but they managed each other so <laughs> sure. in other words you know in in six months from now that person you're working with is going to be your manager that's a great uh, idea Yeah, I, I thought it was really pretty interesting and he said the thing that it did is it just it it did it did perform some cross training it allowed them to you know to to come up with some innovations you know somebody else did it a different way and, oh, and yeah. that was you know that was fresh and new so I, I thought that was a really interesting approach
1: it is let me tell you let me tell you when we go on our <clears throat> on our uh, our uh, championship every manager in the company goes on that trip so that means no managers are back at the company <laughs> mm-hmm. so and our top people from every department yep. john go yep. on that trip so Here's the beautiful thing about making sure that everyone is thoroughly trained, cross trained, and cross, you know, all that. Right. Uh, just to make sure they know what they're doing is that when someone else is gone, someone can step in the spot. Yeah. And just almost without exception, some of the customer service positions like uh, support, this does not apply, but just about every other position in the company, uh, we have basically their compensation, if you will, is two thirds of it is fixed. And the final third, is at risk, is what I call it, in, a, in, a, in the form of a bonus. Mm-hmm. So if they goof off, John, while we're on our trip, right. they shoot themselves in the foot. Yep. And uh, not too many people want to do that.
0: So, so David, where, uh, where can people find built... To lead or do you um, – have you created – I know I saw on your site you've created some resources uh, around uh, the book oh as yeah, well. Oh, yeah, lots so of
1: where, where would you send people? You bet. I would say if they want to buy the book, then go to Amazon. Sure. And if, matter of fact, let me tell you this. Uh, the book is titled uh, "Titled Build to Lead by David Long. And if your listeners will uh, – subscribers will go to Amazon, buy the hardback copy of the book, I will send them the Kindle version for free if they'll send me an email at davidlong at top10manager.com. And uh, if you go to top10manager.com and go to the resources page, John, I have put a ton of stuff in there uh, to help people uh, build their business, better manage it. uh, You know, build the right team, make sure they got the right people, as Jim Collins says on the bus. Mm -hmm. All kinds of resources, and uh, it's it's immense amount of stuff. If you go there, there's like a a a video uh, by uh, Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich. And uh, there's like, good gracious, there's like a dozen resources on building a really good mastermind, which I have. I'm a member of about four of them. And uh, my goodness, that's that, that's phenomenal time yeah. well spent, yeah. as you know, John, and I'll tell you about it. But uh, a lot of people don't really realize the power of a mastermind because they've never been in one. But my goodness. Well, David, thanks
0: so much for joining us today. Built to lead seven management rewards principles for becoming a top 10% manager and Thank you John. Uh, best of luck and uh, maybe we'll run into you out there on the road.
1: I'm sure we will.